Hey there, Moto America fans. This is Paul Carruthers uh, from Moto America. I'm the communications manager, and as you probably know, we do a weekly podcast. I do it along with uh, Sean Weiss, who joins me from Ohio. Um, we recently returned from the Ridge Motorsports Park for our very first Moto America round there. Um, Sean, how are you today? I, I'm, 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 it's nice to be home, but I, I already missed the Pacific Northwest because I, I think we had a nice time up there. Yeah, that was amazing and, and, and so different than certainly where I live or where I even grew up in New York State. I mean, it reminded me a little bit of Maine somewhat, but I've never really been to Seattle other than going to the airport. But yeah, it was interesting for me because, you know, I, I've talked about this before. I flew to the, the test at Barber at the beginning of the year and I haven't flown since then. I've been driving to all the rounds. Didn't didn't make the attempt to drive up to the Pacific Northwest, although our teams did and there were a lot of adventures along the way for a lot of the a lot of the riders who got to stop and see Mount Rushmore, this, that, and the other thing. But um, I'll tell you, it was uh, it was interesting for me to be on a plane again. I didn't realize what I kind of felt like I didn't know what I was doing. I got on there and I mean, I had the mask and all that. And of course, you have to wear it the whole time. But um, there were I, there were a few little details that I was like really out of touch with. So it was good to me kind of get back up to speed with how uh, flights are nowadays. I know you've been flying to pretty much well all of them actually paul so you're you're probably pretty used to it um yeah but uh it was different for me kind of, yeah it's kind of odd because i don't think you'll ever you ever get used to it the way that the way that it is with the different protocols and and things now but um you know i guess we're fortunate that at least we're able to do the travel that we need to do and and uh you know everybody's doing their best to to make everybody feel safe etc so it's it's not the end of the world but i i know it's a little odd when you first do it because i remember back to to whatever the first trip i did this year i was just like wow this feels really really strange so yeah yeah hey one before we bring our guest on today i want to talk about one other thing and let the the listeners know what we did which was a first for us normally when we go to our race rounds we uh we're in hotel rooms and as it's become customary with me, I tend to get a hotel that's not near anybody else for some reason. And um, But we try to get together at night and talk about things during the day. Well, this time it was pretty awesome how we got an Airbnb, uh, you, me, and uh, our two videographers, um, Doug and Ethan. And it was uh, quite a group. Um, I, I felt, I still feel a little guilty and kind of lazy about it because you guys did the shopping, the cooking. I did clean up and I made sure I cleaned it well before we left or before I left on Monday morning. But um, that was a pretty awesome set up. We were on Treasure Island, uh, which I believe was in this, the sound um, because right. the tide kept go coming in and going out. And it was it was quite a place, wasn't it? We really had a good time being there. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was different to do something different. And, and obviously, we always stay, you know, in the ho in the same hotel or most of the time we're in the same hotel. But it's had a different feel to it and it was a cool spot. I mean, we were on the water and, and all that. So it, I, you know, I think it was a good idea that we try to change things up a little bit and maybe make it a little more fun, a little more bonding. And I don't, I honestly, I, I enjoy the, I enjoy throwing some meat on the barbecue. So um, the trade-off with <laughs> not having to clean because you did that was fine by me. Yeah. And you were good at it, boy. I'll tell you, you're a good cook, Paul. I enjoyed uh, what you cooked a lot. In fact, we, it's funny how we, we had it, like two nights in a row. And I wasn't complaining about that at all. Cause you know, I, uh, I've made a joke before on here a few times about the fact that my standards are usually convenience store roller dogs. And you certainly stepped it up the, up to the plate, literally 
with that for sure because that was good cooking oh. <laughs> yeah it's uh i it's I, I i like to do that so it was it was a good time but anyway yeah. let's uh let's bring our guest in and our guest today directly relates obviously to uh where we just were the ridge motorsports park uh tracy schmidt is the general manager i think she's been the gm from what i could tell for probably three years i think she was the director of marketing and business development for the facility prior to that um welcome in tracy how are you i'm doing good it sounds like you guys are recuperating pretty well as as well so yeah <laughs> yeah it's funny you um those weekends are yeah they're 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 fun but they're busy and you kind of when you get home you kind of realize wow we didn't really stop you know so it kind of takes a couple of days to get your feet back on the ground but uh we we had a great time at, at the ridge um i think uh the overall consensus is that everyone was happy i think the riders enjoy the racetrack um there's obviously some things we're going to work on together to uh to get changed and to make better but and you know i was i i, I one thing I, I found out is that, you know, I think you're very accessible to the riders and to the teams. And I actually saw you on Sunday afternoon having some conversations with, with Cameron Bobier and a, and a few of the other riders after our last press conference of the weekend. So thanks for that. And uh, tell us a little bit, you know, what, what I know this isn't the first big event you've had at the Ridge, but it's actually the first big, you know, it's the first time you've done a big event with us. Um, what were your feelings on it? Were you, did you come away from it satisfied and pleased? You know, it was, we, our team had been working so hard trying to get everything ready for you guys. And actually it's the Ridge's first national televised event. So, um, there's, uh, individuals of our team that have, you know, obviously worked national events, been involved in, with, uh, other events before. But there's a lot of people on our team that were green coming into this. So having it be participant only actually was a good kickoff moving into next year when we're able to have participants and stuff. So it gave everybody a good feel of how things were ran and how things are going to run moving forward. But yeah, there was a there's a lot of work that went into getting ready. And it actually, with COVID, put us extremely behind schedule to where a lot of the projects we had planned for this event, it we couldn't get them done in time. And that was a little bit discouraging and um, didn't want it to reflect badly on us, but we just, we didn't have the time to get it finished. We weren't able, we weren't considered essential to keep some of the construction projects moving forward. So that was a little disappointing. Yeah, and I think, I think, um, I think it was good that we had that the, the first race there actually without spectators as, as much as I'm bummed for the spectators. Cause I think, I think that event is going to turn into something really big. Cause I think we do have a lot of fans in that, in the Pacific Northwest that, that oh, don't yeah. get the yeah. opportunity to come to our event. But I think it was, I think it did kind of work out nicely as, as kind of a little dress rehearsal, so to speak, you know, for our side and your side. And I think now people know what to expect and they only know that it's going to get better. And I also, I'm glad you pointed out that the, the fact that, uh, that COVID obviously had a big impact on, on what you guys were able to do. I mean, you know, you, I know you guys were shut down for a while and it was difficult to get things done. So, um, it, you know, it's, it's very understandable that, that some of the stuff either didn't get completed or didn't get completed to what, to what you would have wanted them to be. But overall, I think, you know, we have nothing to, to gripe about. And I think, you know, everybody had a nice time. Hey, we, we had a phenomenal time and act, even with your guys' team one-on-one, -on -one, there was a lot of laughs and a lot of input. We, we talked <laughs> about changes the whole weekend and, um, 
you know, it was, we had a phenomenal time and actually a lot of us are still texting and kind of corresponding back and forth on, you know, different ideas and input even moving forward right now. So um, I know Paul, you brought up the, you know, really trying to keep uh, conversation, open communication with the riders and stuff. And that is really important to us. We're, you know, we're a bike dominant track and even criticism is, is good feedback because it opens it up to be like, okay, we need to look at something. We need to make some changes. We need to do some more improvements. And we always want um, input back and seeing how we can incorporate that input. So definitely we, we like having those conversations with all the riders. That's terrific. You know, Tracy, one of the other things I wanted to tell you is we have a weekly uh, all hands meeting where most of us get on a call and kind of talk about what's going on in our worlds. And we, of course, talked a lot about the Ridge at this meeting that we had yesterday. And it was great. You know, Nicole, our uh, director of operations was on and we were talking about the staff and you at the track and how not only how responsive you guys are, but just how how awfully nice everybody is. And the security, Nicole said the security staff was the, the best that she's ever worked with. Um, everybody I talk to there, and I gen generally tend to talk to a lot of people who I don't know just because I'm like that. And everybody acted like, you know, we were all friends and uh, they were very helpful and very excited to have us there. So you have you have an amazing staff and, and the, the whole infrastructure of the place is really set up well. It's it's a real credit to you that, that it's set, done that way. We, so... Here's the thing. I, I really like that a lot of our staff come from different backgrounds, right? And so a lot have traveled, a lot have worked directly with tracks, and we know how much work goes goes into this event from the writers to the crew to to the organization, you guys. And, you know, it it's always our goal to make it as fun and friendly as possible when everyone comes to the facility. That's the whole point is to have a good time from every standpoint of the day. And so we have, you know, kudos to our staff. We have a great team and you're right. I mean, we made changes even throughout the event. We were, we had our team work until two in the morning, just trying to keep implementing stuff till the last day, just because we, we wanted it to be great for you guys. We wanted it to be great for all of us, at least as best as we could do. And then obviously moving forward into, you know, next year, we, you know, we have some cool stuff we're getting in place for all of us, for you guys, the writers, everybody. So we're excited. From the feedback from the riders, what was the what was the number one thing that they want done or th that they've suggested, if that's something you can let us know? You know, I think it's so we're a young facility. We're still we're still working on our infrastructure, the track surface itself. You know, there was a discussion of the transition points um, with the curbing. And, you know, initially we had we were going to put even more curbing on the track. but um, we held off on that because we're repaving. So in October, we're putting the final surface on the track. Everything's going to be completely smooth. And with that repave, we're also, you know, we're adding additional curbing, but it's going to be one smooth surface throughout. So that was one comment that, you know, came up, but we already had a fix to that. We've already had this, uh, this point of our expansion already scheduled out. So, I mean, a lot of the points that were brought up, we, we already had plans to um, keep improving and stuff. We just, we just ran out of time. So that part's disappointing because obviously, you know, coming into this first event, we, we wanted to hit every aspect of it out of the park. So, I mean, we're a technical track as it is. So, um, definitely, you know, we're excited. We, we, we have these projects in the works and for sure we're going to be a hundred percent complete going into June of next year.
You know, Tracy, one of the things I wanted to know, and Paul touched on in the opening a little bit, is the fact that you have advanced in in your career within the Ridge from a, different roles um, at the track. Can you tell us about when you what you did when you first came, when you came to the Ridge to work, and how you kind of got to be the GM there a little bit, so we understand that? Yeah, we... So I've been um, a GM at another facility in the Pacific Northwest as well. And then I've also consulted at some other tracks. So when Joe and Rusty, uh, the owners of the Ridge, um, phenomenal people, privately owned track, um, they had approached me and I kind of was taking a break from motorsports. And they're like, hey, listen, we we really want to take this facility to the next level. Um, we feel there's a good transition to be made, you know, coming in with, you know, just you as doing marketing and business development, and then we can make a plan. and so it was kind of me taking a break, them reaching out to me and proposing this concept of where they wanted the facility to go. And then, you know, making sure everybody was on board. And at that point, we just dived in and we started creating all these processes and procedures and forecasts of, you know, events coming in. And we've diversified the facility to now, you know, we run we run motocross, we run, you know, side-by-side racing, you know, dirt drag racing. We, we have our cart track, we do autocross drifting. I mean, we've, our whole goal is to be a motorsports friendly facility for everybody. And, um, within four years, we've gone from, uh, developing the motocross track to, we have the permanent restrooms, additional paddock space. We have a new 10,000 square foot performance center. We're getting ready to you know, do the asphalt and additional curbing. We have hot pit garages are going in this winter. So, I mean, we've, we've, in four wow. years, there's, yeah, there's been a lot of development and it's really impressive. And honestly, it's due to not, it's not just me. It takes an army, you know, to make this happen. And if we didn't have the team behind us, you know, one person doesn't make it. So we, like I said, we have an awesome team. And because of that, we're able to make these, you know, make these milestones and, create, you know, some growth moving forward. You know, I, I don't think this will embarrass you to say this to you, Tracy, but I got to tell this story, which I thought was awesome. So I was up in the media center talking to you about the set and the other thing and getting to know you. And then a little while later, I went down to the unbelievably cool and awesome and, and snack bar that has some great food at it, by the way. And all of a sudden, I see you there behind the counter. And I thought, what, do you have a twin sister or something? What What's going on here? And, and uh, obviously, it was you and I just thought it was so funny that you're so hands-on there that you kind of pitch in and help um, everywhere. And that's kind of something that Paul and I do, obviously, in our organization, we're the same way, but it's cool to see that. Maybe that's just part and parcel of motorsports, but, you know, to see a GM behind the counter helping, you know, prep meals and get things out for everybody shows that you're kind of all, all phases of that track you're involved in, which is awesome. I'm not a title person or a this is my job. And a lot of people in motorsports aren't like that either. They're, you know, you got to jump in where right. you need it. And I, you know, I always say that no job is too big and no job is too small. Like if you have to go clean toilets, you go in and you clean the toilets. And if you don't <laughs> understand a job, then you go and you learn it and you do your best to understand it. And I think that's what helps build your team because when they're coming back to you and they're going, Hey, we're having issues with this, or we're, we're having problems with this you know, then I'm able to relate to it more and be like, you know what, you're right. You know, I, I see where we need to make some changes. And, you know, and honestly, I did the same thing during your event. I tried to work and be in control and be in the TV compound area and 
work with certain portions of the team. So that way, when you guys even came back and you're like, listen, this didn't work, then I'm like, you know, you're right. I saw the same thing or go ahead and explain it to me. And I think that's what builds a a better situation for everybody. So heck yeah, I'm not the best cook, so don't put me on the grill, but I'll go back there. <laughs> but I'll pitch in wherever's yeah, needed. And... What's yeah, that? and we definitely saw that. That's, we saw that and that's inspiring to see that. Um, I'm always a, a big uh, believer in management style where, you know, don't ask somebody to do something that you're not willing to do yourself. And and you uh, really underscored that well. One of the things I wanted to ask you about with regard to the track, I was actually uh, interested and delighted to hear you say, um, I don't remember the exact way that you put it, but it's a motorcycle track. And we go to a fair number of tracks that are, I mean, they're, they're motorcycle tracks, but they also do have cars on them. And they seem to sometimes, I mean, I'm not saying that we take a back seat. I don't think we do, especially when we have our rounds there, but Tell us about what it is about the, the ridge that you say makes it a motorcycle track. Why, why is that uh, an emphasis for you? So in the Pacific Northwest, it's a, the bike demographic is huge out here. And we're, I say we're a bike dominant facility because, you know, about 50, 60%, I'm going to say 60% of our track days are, you know, bike days for us. So, but with that, you, I think the hard thing of, you know, operating a motorsports facility is, how do you how do you meet everybody's expectations and that's always hard so um but we definitely try to make sure like we say we're talking to everybody and trying to bring in you know those um concepts that people are bringing up and changes and stuff like that so we can go ahead and try to make things better for everybody but um but uh, you know our groups like wimra and you know track time and moto vixens and um too fast and OPRT, you got these great organizations coming in operating these track days and, you know, we want everybody to be happy. So we just try to keep improving, moving forward. That's our goal. And a lot of people don't realize, I mean, there's a big difference between what car people would like to have and what bike people would like to have, especially when it comes to a facility like yours. And I would you agree with that. Yeah, for sure. But that's with that's with any facility it's different different driving styles and you know obviously when you're out there in a car you're you're entering the corner differently you're going through the apex you're exiting differently you're using a complete different line and you know your runoff is going to be completely different from how bikes are going in and you know where they're meeting their maximum speed so it's definitely a juggle for sure how many how many days a year does the facility actually get used you know, um, our goal was is to keep building to, you know, have additional events during our winter months, the fall and winter months. But our main season is pretty much April through October, and we pretty much operate every day of the week. So, um, and we've been very strategic with the facility to make sure as we're developing, every surface can run simultaneously at the same time. Oh wow, that's cool. So, Tracy, I. You know, hearing you talk about apexes and things like that, I need to go a little bit further into your background. So you said you were at a GM at, a, at another track, but tell us about your your interest and in clear love in motorsports. Where did where and how did that develop and, and when, I guess, the whole deal? Like, what what is your situation? Did you grow up involved in it or you just love it? I mean, where, where are you at with that whole thing? So I grew up in motorsports. My dad raced um, even before I was born, and he still owns a car right now. And um, so I was definitely 
born into it and picked up the passion of it. It's in my blood. I've tried to leave it and I can't, I keep coming back. And, um, so when I turned 16, I, I know you can't leave it once you're in, you're done. <laughs> so, but I, you know, when I turned 16, I, you know, I grew up with motorcycles, so I did motocross and, um, I've always loved motorsports and, uh, yeah, like I was saying, when I turned 16, I started racing, um, modifieds and then I did late models. And so, uh, some late model racing. And then when I got old enough to where it could become a career for me, it was, you can't do both. I think as everybody knows, you're, if you're racing it, it's every day of the week, you get home from the track, you put things on the scales and you start getting all the maintenance done to go into the next week. Or if you have some damage that needs to get repaired, that's another, you know, another aspect of it. So for me, it was, I couldn't do both. I, I, ha I had to decide which, if I wanted it to be my career or, um, just keep driving and for, and I love the career aspect of it. I love the business side of it. And, um, I always did my own marketing, my own sponsorship stuff. And so, yeah, I just, I don't talk about my past a lot. I'm kind of, I'm kind of the behind the scenes person. So <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to ruin that for you. Well, I know. Great. Thank well, you. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, we could, we can definitely sense, you know, your passion and, you know, we just, it comes from somewhere and we wanted to know that that's, that's actually really cool that you, you are, you are a racer. I mean, you understand that. And, and like, for instance, when Paul said you were talking to Cameron, I mean, you know, you've, you ride motorcycles and have ridden them. You understand that and have been in cars, you know, about racing, not only from, you know, watching it, but participating in it. So it's, it's like a racer was talking to a racer about situations with the track, which, you know, that, that goes a long ways towards, uh, you know, it's kind of like with our, our situation and our president being Wayne Rainey, a three-time world champion, um, he, you know, has an intimate understanding, obviously, of everything there is to know about racecraft and, and can talk when the riders speak about to them about, to him about things like rider safety or, or at our track and everything. He, you know, he understands that and, and you do too, which that's, that's a great asset to have. You're just not somebody that was an, was a spectator and kind of enjoyed it you were you were all in on it that's what i kind of wanted to bring out with you because i think when i looked into your past and talked to you a little bit i could say like wow she's she's a she's all into motorsports that's that's pretty cool um it's great for that track that's for sure she could actually yeah, use apex I, in a sentence that's good <laughs> wow guys i loved it <laughs> yeah i know i know we can start talking we excited. about well i know <laughs> we can talk yeah. about setups and stuff if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, you mentioned about motocross and I, I do want to talk about that a little bit because, you know, coming in, I mean, where we parked, we could see there's a track right, right out there and it's, it looks like it's being used now. Can you tell us about, you know, for the, for the, obviously our road racers, a lot of the training that they do is doing moto or riding dirt bikes or whatever. And you had mentioned that you used to do that too. So it's cool that your facility has that side of the equation too. Um, can you tell us about that aspect uh, off of kind of off the track, but off the um, asphalt, but on the various tracks around, around the facility? Yeah, no, we, um, so we had to make some changes, obviously, to get ready for the Moto America event. And a lot of people don't know it yet, but we have an additional 100 acres on the property that's not um, developed yet. And the whole goal of that 100 acres was to build this extreme off-road park that 
I mean, caters to everybody, four by four stuff, the motocross, the side by sides. Um, we've even come up with some concepts of rock crawling. It's um, to incorporate the ridge side, the ridge component of it. So um, there's, you know, we, we try not to always talk too much about the developments of the facility because we like to have the final plans in place and be like, okay, here's the next step and this is what it looks like. But, um, but obviously I don't have all the drawings and the concepts entirely laid out for that 100 acres yet with our team. But um, it's, you know, like I said, it's not just the road course we want to see succeed and get to a national level. It's every part of the property we want it to be completely successful. So um, it's easy to come into the property and be like, oh my gosh, half the tracks, you know, portion of the motocross tracks gone, what's happening. And then the rumor mill may start and be like, well, it's getting torn down. And it's like, that's so far from the truth of what the growth is of this facility that, um, <laughs> that I'm, sometimes I sit back and I read stuff and I'm like, okay, that's, that's a good comment. But, you know, but the truth is, is we, we have a lot of growth moving forward and motocross is part of it. And so is the off-road portion. So we're excited. That's really great. Uh, when we would go home every night, I mentioned that we were staying in an Airbnb on Treasure Island, which I mean, have you, have you ever heard it? I'm sh have you heard of Treasure Island? I, do you know where we're talking about it all? I mean, I, does that sound familiar to you? Okay, so I will be completely honest with you. My, the last four and a half years, I have literally gone from my house and pretty much lived at that track. So it's kind of funny because I have well, of in front. <laughs> I haven't sightseen. I haven't done anything. <laughs> you need to get out well, more. So I totally I get it. You can, you, yeah, you can tell I don't you're know so committed these, to that. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know where these gems are at. And I, you know, we have great people in the community. They're like, you need to go see this and go experience that. And <laughs> I've heard great things. And I'm like, man, I wish I had the time to actually do it. So, no, I'm kind of kind of green on a lot of the areas around here so i'm getting i'm trying to get caught up on that yeah no we can tell by what the your commitment to that track that it's it's all about going from home and then being at the track and it's all about that but um one of the other things i want i was really i sorry i got off on a tangent about where we were staying just because it was so cool and for me it's like so foreign you know to be up in that area um, there were a couple of observations I had. One of them is, you know, the town of Shelton or village or city, whatever it's called, is a really cool place. Um, and you guys have a, obviously the track is in Shelton and I've seen from some of the other stuff you did that you, you have a really good relationship with the town. It sounds like, and you're involved with the school, um, there and things. Can you, can you talk about what, how it works between the Ridge and its commitment to the town that the, the track is in? Yeah, it's, um. I am in, I am so in love with our community and Mason County and the city of Shelton, they are such huge supporters of the Ridge Motorsports Park. And a lot of times when you're at facilities, you don't, you, you know, unfortunately you don't have a lot of that support sometimes. So, you know, especially when you have such a great community that's on board with your growth as these guys do, I mean, I feel honored to be a part of it, but you definitely got to make sure you're also giving, you're also supporting them back. and there's amazing kids and there's amazing businesses. And so um, we were actually using the Moto America event kind of as more of this final portion of this internship program before COVID hit. And what it was, was there's all these different um, 
business programs within the Shelton School District with the high schoolers and stuff. So they have like the automotive department and they have um, journalism and marketing and uh, catering. And so we had this program developed to where they were working directly with us. We were buying all of our baked goods and stuff from the school and trying to invest back into the school itself. And within that, then the kids got this hands-on experience of learning this stuff. And at the end of the program, they actually got to experience at the Moto America event. So um, part of our stuff was if you were in journalism, well, then maybe you could go and experience the media suite and truly see what it's like when like you guys are doing these articles and interviewing people and things like that. And if you're part of the culinary program, you, you actually got to come in the kitchen and you know, see how everything comes together and works for catering. So we had these great programs built. And unfortunately, when COVID hit, it um, kind of made it to where they didn't get to see that end result and what those efforts kind of, you know, came back to. So that was a little disappointing. But yeah, no, we have a phenomenal community. Well, that's great. Next year, get that thing started up again. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, look, it's been um, it's been great talking to you, and and again, my, our congratulations for for doing such a a great job in in what was you know your first uh, nationally televised race, and obviously your first big race with Moto America. Um, we appreciated the hospitality. We appreciated the effort everybody put into making the place as as good as you possibly could in the amount of time given. Um, because as we mentioned earlier, you did lose a lot of time to uh, to COVID. So. Thanks for joining us on the show. And, um, you know, we're off this uh, Labor Day weekend and then we're back at it uh, the following weekend at New Jersey Motorsports Park for two races in a row. We go New Jersey and then to Barbara Motorsports Park. So we got a busy couple of weeks ahead of us. The championship is uh, is reaching that point where where the titles are won and lost. And uh, the next two rounds will be very important to those guys that are battling for those titles. So. Um, Tracy, thank you for joining us. And, and Sean, what do you got to say here to, uh, to close us out? Yeah, I want to thank Tracy too. It was great to talk to her and talk to her at the track when we were there, but uh, looking forward to more getting to know her a little bit better in the coming years. But I also want to say thanks to the fans. Thanks to all you out there for listening to our podcast and want to ask you to please subscribe to Moto America Live plus our popular subscription streaming service, which um, was something that was obviously very popular over the weekend with us not having to be being, being able to have spectators at the Ridge. Live Plus was a popular place to pe for people to watch. And this next round coming up at, at New Jersey Motorsports Park, which, you know, makes sense. We were in Seattle or in the Washington area, Shelton, Washington this week. So in a couple of weeks, we're going to be over in New Jersey. You know, it's, it's the way things work these days. So um, we'll be there and, and we will have fans there and spectators. So please, uh, you know, go on to MotoAmerica.com and get your race weekend tickets. And we'd love to see it in New Jersey. It's always a, a well-attended round and uh, it's always great a great time of the year, um, September in New Jersey. It's starting to cool off a little bit and um, be comfortable. So, and there's always great racing there as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Paul and, and Tracy. Most definitely. Thank you guys so much. Thank you.